This is professional radio, gentlemen. That's front wheel drive. Sorry, have you got anyone you want to thank? Just myself. And now we do the after hours. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, what would you go for? Thanks to your Okay, and because it's not a supercar. It is. It's not. Automotive perfection comes in the form of two letters, A and U. Long live my LTD. Welcome to Car Talk. It's Tuesday night here on 98.9 Northwest FM. It's me, Matty J, online with Edward Bunting. Patrick Nehmer and Scotty Doe Johnson. What's happening, gentlemen? Hello, Matthew. Hello, Hello Matty. Good. good to see all your face. Good to see you, Patrick. Haven't you haven't been on in a while? Good to see you. Good to see you too. Yeah, it's definitely been a while, so it's good to be back. It's good to have you back, my friend. Good to have you back. Uh, tonight, we're going to be doing some What Would You Rathers. So hopefully you guys had a couple that you thought of during the day. And obviously the, the quiz at the end of the show, as we normally do on, on a Tuesday night show. But we'll start with Patrick. Updates with you, man. So last time we heard from you, someone had hit your car. Uh, and, yeah, the Mazda uh, 3. Correct. Um, and you were obviously very pissed, as you should have been, because it was yeah, hit and run. Uh, yep, what's yep. happening with that? Is it all fixed? Are we all back to back to happy dappy Mazda 3? Or are we, so, still, are we still kind of uh, a bit, how you going? That was that long ago I've been on. So, yeah. Um, so the car did end up, just polishing it yeah so buffed it out and it came out no marking is left it's still if you look at it at a certain angle it's still kind of dented in a bit but i'm not really worried about that and i'm not i'm not sure if you, if i did say this on the show but i had some issues with my fuel tank as well correct yeah yeah uh, yep so obviously with the baffle so a couple of weeks ago i did source a tank um and i went and i picked it up and I went to go last week to install the tank. And by the time I already pulled out my tank, um, the guy's holding me the wrong tank. He gave, um, you, a, he gave you a sedan well, tank, didn't he? you? No, know, it was just, it was smaller and it was made out of plastic. Oh. Yours is metal. Mine is layer, metal, large tank. Right. So a bit pissed and the guy blocked me on everything. So I couldn't get oh, in contact with you're him. You're kidding. Yeah. So what I did was I just got my pliers and just ripped the baffles out. That was making the issue. Yeah. And um, yeah, like the car makes no noise. Everything's fine. So I think I've sorted that. And as well, um, other updates, the um, Mazda's officially for sale. Oh, you see something? Yeah, it's t- time for her to go, go to a new home. So a guy's coming. He was supposed to come today, but something came up. So he's coming on Friday to have a look at the car. So what are you uh, going to replace it with, Patrick? Well, wh- my goal and intentions are with me selling the Mazda, I'll buy something much cheaper. I'm looking at like, getting up the CE Lancer, like three grand or so, just to get me from the factory and back until I'm given a work car. Mm-hmm. But while I have that, I'm looking at hopefully very soon with the um, uh, money from the Mazda and what I've already saved to s- officially start looking and inquiring on S13s. <gasps> okay, the dream. So, so it's going to happen. S chassis is happening. Uh, I mean, it's, it is sad because the Mazda 3, you really enjoy that car. It's, been, it's a great car. That. It, it's a fantastic car. You look, oh, I have no complaints. 
you know, at the start, yeah, when I first got the car, I was, you know, kind of, yeah, like, and well, once, you know, I, I, I start driving it, you know, I, I took it to places and done things with it. It just, it's a fantastic car. It's the best of both worlds, you know. It's not, you know, too boring to the point where, like, it, there's, like, you get no connection. Like, if to do some spirited driving, it's, it has a day, you know. It's got enough, enough oomph in the um, higher uh, range of the RPMs and, it's practical as well as going on fuel. And yeah, I've just, I've grown attached to it, but you know, I've come to a point as in like, I knew that I wasn't going to keep the Mazda forever. So I thought this is the time now I've seen a few cars pop up and you know, it's yeah. Time to let it go. S13 pricing. What are we looking at for S13s these days? Are they, are they still stupidly expensive or? Well, uh, they still are. I mean, the, the prices are, are still high and all. Like, you're still looking at a stupid amount of money for an S13. But what I'm looking at, to find a clean one, even though it is on turbo, but still an SR clean, you're looking anywhere between, say, 17 to 20 grand. Wow. Which is still, yeah, it's pricey. And it's a shame that it's that much. But I can pick up some ones which will require a bit of work. Like, I did find a... S13, 18 turbo manual for 15. Okay. Uh, needs injectors. It's got a little hole in their fender. That's from just from photos. Just for obviously, who knows what else there is, hopefully. But um, I will have a look at that car. Um, I have been messaging the guy. And when um, I do acquire the funds, then I'll go ahead and arrange a time. Look at the car. If that car is just as it seems on the photos, and it's just those key points, he's mentioned and i've seen then for 15 grand for already factory turbo s13 which means they have that factory turbo front and bar which yep. are with all plastics and has the cutout and everything which obviously adds more investment obviously the future plans would be to sr swap but just to get into the market and to have to have the base um yeah 15 grand you can't beat it i want as i did really want an s15 obviously that is the dream i got an email from um a few importing companies saying they no longer um, import those cars anymore. Wow. Yeah, because apparently they 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 all their answers was they're all been tired. Maybe most of them full of rust, whatever, and it's not worth it for them. Like they don't get a, a profit um, or an, a return uh, bringing the car back for us if we if we find one for a cheap deal. So yeah, they said Sylvia's especially like there's a lot of cars that they've stopped importing, but Sylvia's especially. That's it. They, they've stopped importing them, which kind of sucks because the prices of them in Japan have dropped because I've been watching the market over there. And it's just, yeah, nothing I can do. So my next best guess is get a 13 because 15 CR, you're still looking at between 40 to 50 grand and I'm not, not spending that much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty much pretty much my car updates man i mean the c was it the, it's, a, it's a ca18 was the smaller 1.8 turbo right that was correct the, yeah yeah. 1. they still make they still make okay power right like like i mean they're not as strong as an sr but they still yeah no they like they're, they're all right motor like a lot of people compare them as a lot of people say it's it's pretty much a baby rb20 but i, th I think someone say like for around 200 to say 230 kilowatts it's like a, a good range for them anything yeah. more it's kind of any more money you put into it, you're better off in getting an SR. I mean, my 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 goal always was to go SR, but and to put a VE head and everything, as I explained in hmm. previous episodes before. But um, yeah, I mean, if you're just for something just like low power, nothing crazy, 
I heard they do make a good note. That I do credit them for. I they think they make, sound better than SRs. Right? Yeah, they like, do yeah. sound better than SRs, yes. Um, but yeah, like as 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 well with aftermarket support, SRs do, do have a lot more compared to CAs because mm-hmm. it's just a lot of people always went for the bigger displacement motors, so there isn't that much. I feel like a lot of the technology still used, but even with aftermarket support in CAs, it's still very outdated from what I've seen. So I guess naturally it's everyone just shifts to SRs. But look, if the guys, all the ads to the guys that it needed injectors, like mechanically, I I don't mind chucking in a new set of injectors if that's the case, whatever, maybe a fuel pump or whatever, and then running it for a bit until I decided to jump or until I find an SR black top preferably and then yeah yeah we'll go from yeah. there no sounds exciting dude i'm sad to see the mazda go but excited for the for the uh for the s chassis that, that'll be a, that'll be a bit of fun and that's your dream car patrick you've mentioned that a lot i have i sure have yep mm. so oh, it, it, it feels a bit still feels a bit surreal like i haven't even sold my car yet yeah. but it, it just feels like you know i'm already now just stepping into like already like say starting the process now it just feels okay but this is happening you know like so but no it's it's exciting so absolutely no it sounds sounds very very good we've also been joined by it's what it says debbie zpc but it's actually it's actually rob how are you rob Uh, good thanks good i I still haven't learned how to use my new laptop yet so i'm using my wife's yeah so (laughs) finally i finally bit the bullet and bought a laptop there you go first my first computer ever that right. I had to pay for and buy. That's it. Seriously. Nah, is- I've always had a work computer for the last 20 odd years. So but, I was going to say, you, yeah. you've lasted your, your whole 21 years on this earth uh, with, with, with that laptop. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just one of the, it's actually one of those U-Butte um, MacBooks. No, no, and it's- I download all my photos from the iPhone and I wanted to do some um, uh, GoPro sort of photoshopping and stuff like that with the gopro or do some whatever media editing so yeah put some of our car trips and motorbike trips together and make one reel instead of having all these little 30 second snippets no no, that'd be cool to see definitely cool to see yeah we'll get back we'll circle back to you scotty doe updates with you man what's happening oh updates with me Mm, car wise not too much at the moment um i'm planning the next week because school holidays has just started. So I'm planning the next week I'll be doing a bunch of um, car stuff. So Subaru will need a service. That's just a basic service. It's just going to be oil oil filter. I'll do that myself. I can go back to the normal 10W40 this time because the rocker covers have all been done. So there's no more leaks. No more leaky leak. Okay. Yep. So I can go back to normal 1040 on that one. Um, and just recently... I haven't arrived yet, but I just bought some new brochures. I saw. I just I just noticed when I sent the message. Yeah. So which, which ones did you end up getting? So I got two um, hardcover R34 GDR ones. That's cool. There's one of them that's nice. black cover, and then the other hardcovers just got the picture of the Bayside Blue 34 GDR on it. One of them's mm-hmm. just got more pages than the other, so some extras mm-hmm. in there. Um, the other one I got was the R34 GTT. Ah, right. Coupe one. So I got that brochure and a R32 GDR one as well. Mm. Just to start off, but there was 
so many others that I wanted. <laughs> Did you find out about the Toyota ones? Uh, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna inquire for you. That would be um, and find out if there's any of those ones that you want, any of the MR2 ones. Mm, that'd be exciting. And I can send the pictures over to you and see what you think. But my goodness, this guy has so many <laughs> where did you find him was he on marketplace or something no just on the um just one of the web pages with iron chef imports nice. just, up there just to help fund his um i think he's doing a turbo rebuild or turbo upgrade just to help fund that he's just selling off a whole bunch so are they all aussie brochures or japanese brochures all japanese Mm. Yeah. Sounds cool. Well, you can't understand what the brochures are saying. No. <laughs> but look at the pictures. <laughs> okay. No, I like it. I like it, Scotty. And updates with the uh, with the Skyline in general. Uh, any any news with that? Nah, it's still sitting undercover. Started up. Um, well, I'm gonna go over there. I have to go over there because I had to borrow the lawnmower. Uh-huh. to mow my patch of land mm-hmm. before they start start that um yeah runs fine i gotta take that tire somewhere it goes flat too fast so i thought it was the valve and they replaced the valve but it's still going flat okay i gotta get that done too so yeah. many jobs for the holidays i know just not enough holidays need more than two weeks more holidays <laughs> <than I've> got. <laughs> That's because I got a bit of schoolwork I got to do as well. So I've got to set aside a bit of time for that too. Is that a cat or a bird? That's a cat. (laughs) Oh, she has the most high-pitched, stupid meow. (laughs) And then she starts scratching the door. Uh, Yep, she'll do that. (laughs) Uh, Edward Bunting, updates with you. Hello. Um... You've had a very busy week. I was going to say I've been quite busy on the car front recently. I have the old Mini for sale, which has been for sale for a little while. There's a little bit of interest in that. Someone's getting it checked out tomorrow, so maybe that will find a new home. Um, What else? That's not like my Mini. That's like like another one that I have. It's not the main one. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did a bit of a buying spree in the last couple of weeks. I bought, did I mention the Civic last time? I bought an 08 Civic Sedan Auto with 80,000 K. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a one owner car in bright red that, that will present very well. I'm just getting it serviced and a couple of little things done on it. Mm-hmm. I bought a Mercedes Benz E200 compressor W210 model. So the first of the bug eye Benz E-class sedans. Um, I was a bit skeptical about that, but I picked it up with you, Matthew, on the weekend and mm. it drives beautifully. The auto is lovely. The engine's smooth and quiet and, you know, it's not the most powerful version of that. In fact, I think it's the least powerful version of that car, but it's just fine. It's so comfy and easy. And I've really, um, I'm driving it around every day at the moment and it's, and it's great. I really enjoy driving it. And I said to Matt on the weekend, oh God, I remember why I like old Benzes. These things just eat up highway miles with such yep, ease. Yep. Um, the steering wheel feels good. The seats feel good. It's it's a one owner car that, that's been garaged and not, you know, it's not cosmetically aged really at all. Very, very clean. I was saying to David when I saw it, how straight it looks. It's just yeah, it's very just straight. straight. Silver, 
silver with gray MBTEC um, slash leather combo interior. It's got a roof, um, full books, 195K on it, but it doesn't feel like it. There's not a squeak or a rattle or anything in it. It's a really, really clean car. And then I bought a Toyota Tarago, another one, because I like multiples of things. <laughs> I found another one owner Tarago, um, which makes my 416,000K look like a low miler. This thing's done 583. Um, it's a goldy color with decals. It's got the twin sunroofs. It's got the velour. It's a 2.2 injected auto, um, whereas my other one's a Carby manual. So look, my other ones are better car you know it's in better condition than I, I, I wouldn't sell that but this one i'm going to sort of um yeah clean up and get a little bit done to it and it's got some old tint that needs to come off and a few little jobs on it and then i'll i'll probably find a new home for that I still is there any parts you take off and swap i did think of that scotty it's a good question um the headlight covers are on this new one that aren't on mine but they've got there's a little crack in each of them and so they're they're 80 yeah. percent but as David or someone said to me, I think they're not quite good enough for my other car. Like I'd only put an accessory on my other car if it was perfect. I don't want to put cracked headlight covers on it. Yeah, um, and then me. it's got carpet mats in it that are tailored proper Tarago carpet mats front and rear, um, which are great. They, they're chocolate brown to match the carpet. And I thought, do I take them out and get templates made of those and put them in my other car? Because I've never seen those mats in one of those before. Um, and then I thought, well, I've got the rubber flooring mats that I cut out around the, the my Tarago. Yeah, you could get some fronts made up if you wanted, but I was like, ah, eh, don't know if I can be bothered. Yeah. So I don't think so is the answer. I don't think there's anything on this that I would, that's better than my car. Um, but look, it drives, it's pretty straight and original and it drives well and pretty much everything works on it. It just, it's a little bit whiny when you're driving, which could be a wheel bearing or could be the diff on in the rear being a bit whiny, uh, which is highly likely at those Ks. I don't know which it is, but um, yeah, it's cool. It's a bit of, bit of retro cool. What else am I dealing with? The Subi wagon, the Gen 1 Liberty is currently at the panel shop, getting the bumpers front and rear repainted. The rear one's not bad. He said, that's fine. He rang me today and said, what are you giving me, Ed? What are you giving me? And I said, what are you talking about? And he goes, the front bar's munted. It's full of house paint and it's got a bolt through it. And he goes, get me another bar. He goes, I can't deal with this thing. And I said, yeah, I, I thought you might say that. Um, so he just said, look, the labor to put that front bar right is too, it's going to be too much. So I'm, I've got to, after this Zoom call, I'll try and find a, a front bar for a Gen 1 Liberty. It doesn't matter what color because I'm going to get it painted anyway, but um ideally white <laughs> so that's that one two three i feel like i'm missing a car civic subi benz mini tarago no that's them that's that's the five cars i've got floating around that need to all find new homes ed i've got an idea for you now mm. gentlemen on this podcast i'd like to to get your input as well <laughs> he now owns two virtually identical taragos i think a year apart one's injected automatic the other one is carburetor manual same year, they're both 86, same year. But both of you are saying virtually the same thing. One's got a bit more Ks, one's got less Ks. Not by much. They've both done a lot. 400 and something thousand, that's the low mileage one. Low mileage. <laughs> now, hear me out, guys. What do you think we do a drag race? Automatic injected versus manual carby. Manual carby. And we and we put money on who who wins. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm dead set serious. Like, you know, we... we Either, either we take them to call to park or just something for a laugh. 
I would Count do that for a in. laugh. Hundred percent. I'm down. That's, that's a sick idea. I'm, I'll, I'll put money on it as well. Hundred percent. I mean, probably... hey, um, I think the manual would win. Ooh, okay. But the, manual... but the other one's got fuel injection. It's an it's an yeah, FE, electronic fuel auto, injection. It's high K's. I think the manual one. It's a bit heavier. It's got front and rear bars on it, and the sunroof. It's got a bit of extra shit in that other one. Um, I think I think the manual would still beat it. Ooh, okay. Well. That's, I'm serious. I'm serious. Edward, do not sell that car until we drag race them. Right? We, we, we find a spot in Mexico. <laughs> and maybe we um we fill them both with people. Do you know with those two cars I can take 16 people with two cars? Doesn't it's matter. Not it's, not, it's not a bad ratio. That's not bad. Dude, that, that, that's like everybody I know from this podcast. That's ever yeah, been exactly right. We, we could <laughs> we could go on a holiday with two two vehicles, bang. It's like a football team almost. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's me. I've been very busy buying and now I need to get busy selling. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. And uh, who's thinks says Debbie, but we know it's Rob. Rob, updates with you, my friend. Uh, I've just been playing car Tetris, moving a Mercedes, a Tesla to get my XR6 out to get it to my man cave. Then I had to move another Merc to get the other Merc out to get the <laughs> XR6 in and then move the F100 back into its spot. So that's I spent the whole weekend in the rain moving cars around. Yeah, fun. Um, and then on top of that, um, uh, I've just been looking at uh, different methods of um, fitting out my van for van life. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, van um, life. Yeah, so I've got the, the transit, yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll get it in about 12 months' time. <laughs> and um, so I've just been looking at different um, fit-out options where I do it myself or uh, get someone to do it. But if I get someone to do it, most people are sort of quoting sixty to seventy thousand dollars to fit it out. Oh, Jesus! Yeah, wow. and, uh, and an engineer and the engineer's reports only you know thirteen hundred dollars. So, <laughs> yeah, know, it's, I, it's, I, I'll, I'll tell you a funny story, Rob. Uh, my dad was at Apple West Shopping Center, and um, and he and he saw this this he saw this backpacking couple in a in a Ford um, Econovan. Anyway, um, they're he was, he was saying hi to them and they didn't barely spoke a word of English, but um, they were trying to figure out how to how to put a bed in the back of like you know, how to make like a frame yeah. in the back of the in the back of their van. And my dad goes up to him, he's like, "What are you guys doing?" And, and they responded in broken English, trying to have a, a you know have a bed that's not sitting on the top of the humps of the wheels and then all and all that stuff. My dad's like, "Come over to my place, I'll, I'll make you one." So he, he invited <laughs> him over, and this is like on oh geez, this is it should probably be in in like a in November, early November. Uh, and then he, he was, you know, he, he built it for him. And I, I walk home and I'm seeing, I'm seeing, I see these two random people like, hello, <laughs> like, you know, okay. And he's, there's dad in the van building this, uh, building this, 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 uh, this, this bed for him. And he's like, see, I saved you money from going, they, they were going to go to like Ikea and try and make their own. And I'm like, I'm like, this is what mm. you need. This is what you need to do, uh, Rob. You're going to make your own. It's going to, it's going to be far better. Um, it will be. It's, just, it's time. It's, it's time consuming. Um, so, you know, there's so many other things you, that I could be doing and need to do as well. And it's just, um, I can't spread myself that thin. I need to, I think, retire and just work on my cars, do my landscaping, work on my house, build my vans. Um, I still got an F100 I want to restore. Um, you know, I'm still at the 380 SEC sitting in the garage that yeah. needs to be painted. What about the P76? Oh, you know, that's another story again. So when my skill level gets high enough and I feel that I'm good enough, only then will I do my P76. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> it's going to happen, man. It's going to happen, this P76. Yeah, I know. I'd love to get that done as well. But, um, yeah, it is just, I don't know, one too many projects. Um, so, I don't know. I really don't know where I'm going to start with the projects, but I think I just need to get that 380 ECC out of the garage now that I've got space in the garage. Mm-hmm. Get that painted up, get that on the road. So, you know, the paint has been hassling me. Get it, get the bodywork done, get the bodywork done so I can paint it for you. Yeah. So he's keen on painting it, and here I am not working on it enough. So, so I really got to get stuck into the bodywork of, of the 380 SCC to get that painted up. So the paint booth's, you know, pretty much available anytime I need it. So I'll want it. Um, so it's just a matter of getting my act together and getting that um, SEC up and running. Oh, exciting, exciting times! Exciting yeah. Time. So um, what's happening? That sounds like it's 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 going to be good. I, I want to see I want to see some drawings. I want to see some sketch ups of of how you're going to do this 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 van. It's going to be interesting to see. Oh, uh, it's good. I was already, today. I was been researching um fiberglass shower bases and and things like that or showers. So I'm just going to instead of building one in the the van, I'll just buy the fiberglass shower with it, the 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 Tedford toilet and and basin built into it and everything. So it's all one piece. Mm-hmm. It, that way there's less room or less chance of it leaking in years to come when it's all one piece. Yeah. So that's my thought. Um, you don't want water leaking through it and then rusting out from underneath or something stupid like that. No, no, you don't. Yeah. So, and that'll save a bit of time in, in trying to manufacture one. So it's going to cost, cost about two and a half grand for the, the actual suite. But um, it's, I think money well spent. Better than 60 grand. Yeah, that's right. And then, you know, even by the time I've built out the kitchen and whatnot, even if I allow 10,000 for it, it's, I can't see it costing more than 30 odd grand to fit it out. No, no way. Not 60, 70,000, what they're talking about. No. No. Yeah, so, you can buy another transit. Yeah, you can buy another transit. And well, that's what the guy is saying. Well, it goes, oh, these days it's going to cost you as much as the purchase of your new vehicle to fit them out. I go, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so um, yeah, it's it's disappointing it costs that much, um, but you know people are asking a premium for them, and and they've got a like a a twelve month um, backlog in in getting the cars to, uh, the vans done too because they're that yeah. big, and people are willing to pay sixty seventy thousand dollars for it. That's yeah. so. And the other disappointing thing, I was just doing a bit of just looking at you know what features a car has, you know like um unfortunately Australian ones don't, don't look like they've even though they've got internet connectivity they don't have a wi-fi extender where you can add, add your devices to the wi-fi whereas the the european and the american ones do and they also come out in all drive in england and the u.s but not in australia so it's disappointing that you don't have those those oh. options with the australian delivered vans don't know why they don't give it to you i've read an article saying that um it costs too much for ford australia to gear up and train all their people and have all the extra stuff in their warehouse for all-wheel drive transit. It's a bloody van at the end of the day. Which is a poor excuse for not having an all-wheel drive car in Australia because I'm sure they'll sell pretty well if they did did have them. Mm. It'd be like the the Spectron 4x4. Yeah. yeah. Look, it sounds exciting. Um, Yeah, it should be good. Updates with me uh, hit 900Ks in the Fiesta, which is... Whoa! Oh, know, wow. Uh, What's the first service? Uh, inspections are 3,000. 3,000. The um, first service... Well, he, here's the thing, right? They say, oh, intervals every 15, but they recommend you do an oil change at seven. I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. Like, that's just the... 
obviously obviously that's uh, that's what i'm going to do so um yeah that, that'll be that'll be that i've been driving driving a fair bit trying to run it i still haven't given it the full beans yet gradually gradually putting my foot into it a bit more and when i want to hit about 1500 k's i think then i can start you know really opening it up and, and, and seeing what it can do so so that'll be that'll be fun mercedes driver drove that today that, that's driving fine started the typhoon but that's that's virtually it on my end oh yeah the, the forest is in getting its clutch done at the moment so that's not your car you can't talk about that car yeah, it's, it's still a family car update so there you go it's a it's 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 getting done but gentlemen that is it for me and my car updates now moving on to tonight's topics of what would you rather now i like to do what would you rather because i i think they get I think you find what everybody likes a bit more and, and you can, uh, you can find out the reasoning. And, and, and when you say, Oh yeah, that, that's a bit of Scotty or that, well, that's a bit of, that's a bit of a, that's a bit of Patrick. You know, if you see one of those on the road, back, like, oh, Patrick, that, that, that's a car for you right there. You can really find that, um, that connection. I also like what we've done with the last few times we've done, what would you buy new and what would you buy now? Which I think really kind of changes the game a little bit. And it, and it really, it really cuts the, the real good cars from the, let's be honest, crap. So I've got a few to start off with. I'll start with my first one. Now I'm a I'm a sucker for um, early 2000s small sedans that were actually look actual you know were, were pretty good. Now small sedans in particular that were quite pricey and in Vodacom as well built and uh, were you know, you know up and coming good cars. Now the leaders of this market, which you know from the early 2000s would be an E46 330. 330i, W203, C320. So that these are both six cylinders, both over three liters of capacity. Um, and But the, the curveball here is the Lexus IS300, the first gen uh, IS. Uh, what would you have bought then and what would you buy new? What would you rather? So it's the Lexus and the... Lexus, uh, Lexus IS300, um, BMW E46, 330i, and W203, uh, C320. Get about the W203, that's pus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lexus, great car, like E46, like the look, like the drive, but I still think I'd go the Lexus. Mm. I Lexus- probably would have gone the Beamer back then, but now I'd go the Lexus. Why? Because the Lexus works and the Beamer <laughs> will need work. Yeah, this is this is this is true. And the Lexus is still rear drive. You can still get a manual. You know, it's rear drive. It's kind of got a cool dash cluster. It's a, it's a well put together car. You know, the E46 is still a great drive and good looking car, but they they all need stuff done to them more more so than the Lexus, I would argue. Mm. Okay. What about you, Rob? Well, we're buying them back then or buying them now? Both. Both. <laughs> both. You've got to say both. Oh, both. Lexus. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out, Lexus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you guys have had E46s, uh, and, and that's why. That's why. <laughs> yes, experience. All right, Patrick. I like the E46. Don't get me wrong. I think maybe back then, back then, you know, I mean, I was probably still, you know, a fetus, but like hypothetically <laughs> speaking, um, I would probably go with the, um, yeah, I'll probably go with the Beamer. But now it definitely uh, the the Lexus. I think yeah, it's such a great car. You know, as Ed pointed out, like the interior is well, nicely put together. The cl- the dash is nice. Um, you know, Lexus being a the higher end version of Toyota, it's just very thoughtful and well out. 
and it's reliable as well, much more reliable than any E46, as it pains me to say. So yeah, definitely. So I'll probably say yeah, BMW then, but definitely Lexus now. Scott, yeah, I'm pretty much the same as everybody else. No difference here. Um, so I, BMW back then. I'm going near a BMW now. <clears throat> um, the good thing though is the E46s still look really, really nice even today's standards, but um, at least I know the Lexus will keep on going, especially with the 2J under the hood. Um, And I can't say no to the Dash cluster as well in the Lexus IS. It looks awesome. Yeah, Yeah. that that chronograph kind of cluster that they came with was just sick. Like It was one of the coolest parts about that car. I remember seeing it and... It was very controversial. People either really liked it or people couldn't stand it. And I was one of those people I thought this was so, it looked so mechanical. Um, and, I, and that's what really why I love that first gen IS. Uh, whereas when they went to the second gen IS, second gen IS is still a good car. I just, I found the, they went a bit safe, I guess you could say. Uh, and then yeah. it just, it just didn't really hit the nail on the head as well as it did, as well as the first one did for me. Even though the second one sold, I believe more cars. Um, the first gen for me is just, it's the better size, better looking. Um, and yeah, I'm a big fan of that, that first gen IS. So it'd be IS for me new and IS for me now. So no one for the Benz at all. That's interesting. Um, 203s, not a great, not a great Benz. Not a great car. I, I will agree with you there. What about the C32s? C32s went hard. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, they like. I mean, they better. a lot of power in that supercharged V6. They went well. They were a better car. They were, they were actually, you know, well, better screwed together than the, uh, they were South African made, weren't they? The, the, uh, yeah, the other yeah. one. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but in terms of just choosing like non performance, like variants, like I guess the best ones you can get with like the biggest engines, I'd still take the, I'd still take the Lexus. What's next? What would you rather? Next, what would you rather for me, gentlemen, is a Mark III Toyota MR2. So you're after a soft top roadster in the uh, in the early 2000s, um, and you've got the Mark III uh, MR2, which is which is you know the the S. Uh, no, sorry, the um, the w, uh, WZ30. That's uh, the auto only one. Correct. It was auto only in Australia for some unknown reason, which we, yeah, we it was like a really stupid transmission. But it was available as a manual elsewhere, and I, I, I still I still do not know why that was the case. I, I should, if I ever spoke to a Toyota executive from that time, I want to ask him that question. Um, mm. Or you're going for a um, NB MX5, or you want to spend a little bit more money, a Z4, or last one, a Honda S2000. Where is your money going, and why? Hmm. Mm. A tough one between you forget about the MR2. Uh, let's concentrate on the NB MX5 and the S2000. I'm thinking exact same as you, Ed. <laughs> yeah, uh, Z4, nice drive, but a bit more, a bit more pricey. The, good drive, um, but good car too. Like, like they, they, yeah, they seem, they seem to be quite well. Bad, not a bad car, but S2000 is a bit more exotic than the MX5, and you know it's got that wonderful power to weight ratio, super revy engine. Uh, I really like those. Uh, much as I'm an MX-5 fan, I think I'd go the S2000 out of that lot. Brand new? Brand spanking. They're about mm-hmm. 76 grand, I think, brand new, something like that. And what would you take today? Yeah, probably same, probably an S2000. Uh, I hate to be a copycat. 
<laughs> so, uh, Rob is all team S2000. Anyone then, disagree? <laughs> then, then and now, Rob, though? Like, would you just take an S2000 then and now? Yeah. yeah. Then and now. Good choice, Robert. Good choice. Scott. Copycat again. <laughs> um, I, I don't like the look of those MR2s. Were those ones also badged as like a voxel? No. Or was that a different? That's a different thing. They were sort of a bit weird looking, like a little bit, you know, the first MR2 that Matt's got is super wedge, 80s, fantastic. Next one was like a mini Ferrari, curvaceous, still Targa, et cetera. That third yeah. one was sort of like this little toy thing that didn't really look exotic, for want of a better word. Very good drive, though. Have you ever driven one? No, I haven't. Despite the gearbox, the chassis is actually really, really good. Um, and it, and uh, on the um, on hot version, I think it still holds the record. Like a modified one of those still holds the record of like the quickest time on that tow game. So, wow. So, but they never um they didn't sell a lot of them here. You don't you don't see them around very much. Whereas you do see the the not so much the AW11, but the the second gen. What is it? AW12, I think. No, uh, SW20. Yeah. SW20. Okay, you do see those around a bit. Patrick. See now, like, I'll, I'll give my answer now. You know, yeah, copycats or S two thousand, but the um the I actually I don't know. It's something like the MR two. Like, if we got it with the manual transmission, I feel like it would change the car completely. And you know, like and like like the and like they do in the states and like and the one you sent me as well, Matt. You know, a lot of people do swap the um the two ZZ uh, GE mode in it, and it's pretty much just a a poor man's Lotus at that point. So, yep. you know, it's, it's a great chassis and all. So I, I reckon if, if we did got, get it in a manual transmission, I feel like my heart would probably go more towards the, um, uh, MI2, but I've always said to anyone, whoever's asked me if I was to own any convertible ever in the world, it'd be a S2000. No question. There you go. Well, it's interesting you said that, like um, Patrick, because there are a lot of people in Australia that have owned them, those those early, um, uh, sorry, those those third gen MR2s, and what they've done if they wanted to keep them, they've you can actually just buy the conversion kit um, from Japan because a lot of them will crash and stuff. Convert them, and they love the car. They're they're like, this is what the car was missing this whole time. And like for me, that's one of those cars that you know, I know Ed's a bit of a purist here, but that would be a car that you'd change to to like a proper manual gearbox and make it, make it how it should have come, like how we should have had it um from from the factory so for that reason to convert it and stuff yeah no nah, prob probably wouldn't go through the hassle in terms of in terms of you know, but, but if the one came out for the right price i'd be yeah i'll be i'll be quite interested z4 i really like uh always kind of like that first gen z4 i think it's still a good looking car it looks like a um looks like an old british sports car with a long nose and and you know short deck lid and and you know it's got it's got really cool proportions and i, and I thought that was always a good looking car uh, I know, even though that was like an early Chris Bangle design, but I, I still, still quite. I think it's aged very well. In terms of the MX-5, well, it's always the answer, really, isn't it? But then, is it the answer when you've got an uh, uh, an S2000 next to it? The S2000 is always going to take the cake. And you're right, Ed, it's a, just a little bit more exotic and a little, a little bit more, mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of just just that bit more special. And I, and I think I think taking that out compared to an MX-5 out, like. For me, the MX-5 is more, more of a, your daily driver, but the S2000 is more, more of an event car. You take it out for a special you know, mm. sense of occasion. And I think that's I think that's for me too, S2000 and S2000. Yeah. That is the first time we've all agreed on both. Uh, yeah. you know, that's, all five people agreeing. 
That's quite unheard of, actually. <laughs> uh, my next one, guys. Now, early two thousands. Uh, again, like I'm, I'm sticking to this era because I because I really think that was a you know the, one of the last cool eras of cars. Um, now, getting back to Japan again, it was kind of it was kind of the end of the the coupes uh, that were you know that that were that were coming out of Japan and coming out coming out from all, all over the world. Like because especially the Japanese economic bubble was starting to burst. Uh, people were looking, starting to go towards, you know, uh, hatches and and SUVs in particular. Uh, but you could still get some really cool uh, two door coupes um, that for relatively relatively cheap. Now, we're not talking top spec, you know, Type R's or anything. We're just talking you know, your your standard your standard ones of, of these cars. So, first one is the final generation um, Toyota Celica with the two ZZ GE. So the banana shape one, which everyone refers to as the banana. The next choice is your Honda Integra, the last one we got and the last Integra that they made besides the, the new one, which is not an Integra to, our, to, to us on this show. And here's the spanner in the works for you guys. The Hyundai Tiburon. You're only one with the V6. Uh, and actually not a bad car. Uh, it's just pissing yourself laughing. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a very short podcast if these are the choices. Uh, Honda Integra, bang, done. But Toyota Telecar, done. Oh, okay. Well, and why why would you not even consider the Hyundai the Hyundai? Because I've got a Toyota and a and a Honda sitting next to it. You know, I'm not, I'm not touching a stupid Tiburon. When was the last time you saw one of those? I, I see them uh, quite quite regularly, actually, my side down. <laughs> not in my side, are you don't? But um no, look, the Celica has some credibility, yes, but that was the real sort of yeah, banana wedgy shape. I'm I'm not mad on the look of it. I think the Honda Integra was a nicer looking car and probably a little, I don't say better engineered. The Toyotas were good, but a little bit more street cred maybe out of the Honda. Okay. And Patrick, you went straight for the Celica. Um, reasoning? I feel like the Celica is very underrated. I mean, the styling, yeah, you, you can, it can be questioned. You know, it wasn't the best compared to the previous gem, but underneath that like underneath it's ugly they say ugly skin it was a good car you know it handled good had a good motor suspension wise and everything like it 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 performed head to head with the um integra at the time so and obviously with my experience with with the two zz it's just for me it's kind of a no-brainer um to choose it as much as i love the integra and i've been in them d both dc2s and dc5s and i driven them both and they go hard, they hammer. I, I understand, you know, the pedigree behind them. I don't know. I feel like I'm just going to always be a bit more biased towards the um, Toyota. As with the Hyundai, there's three things I hate in this world that piss me off the most. <laughs> Politics, when the ice cream machine is broken, and Tiburon. So no way I'm... <laughs> <a Tiburon. laughs> What did you say? Politics? When the ice cream machine is broken. It's at Macca's. It's always broken. At Macca's. Oh, okay. It's always broken. And the Tiburon. Wow. What a trigger. <laughs> Scotty. Tricky one. I probably would go for the um, Celica also. Ooh. Okay. Over the tech? Man, it would be so close because I really do like the Integras as well. Uh, hmm. Okay, brand new Celica now Integra. Mm, okay, all right. 
And why would you take the, the, the Integra now? Do you think the Sleeker hasn't aged as well as the Integra? Is that the, is that the reason? <clears throat> yeah, I don't. I just feel like the look of the Integra has just aged really well. Just, mm. I don't know, just something about I'd love one in white. Yeah. That would be perfect. Championship white, I think it's called. That's the name of it, I think. Yeah. Correct. That would be my pick. And Robert. Why are you on mute, Rob? Why? I have a dog. I have a dog that barks all the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I have fond memories of the Hyundai when um, I first bought my WRX. They gave me one as a loan card, to be wrong. Oh, no. Yeah, no, so... Me. Pushing up through the hills and cornering through the hills, and my son vomited. Harley actually vomited in it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to hold die just because of the fond memories. <laughs> he vomited. <laughs> so, so wait, Subaru gave you a loan car, Tiburon. Is, is that yeah? Was that it was M- Empire Motors back then in Coburg, and they had this WRX sitting there, but they used to sell Protons, I think. Yep. Yeah, down Sydney Road there. Oh, that's the corner. Empire Proton. That sounds yeah, right. Empire Proton. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's where I got my WRX from. My bug eye one, the MYO two. So it's one of the earlier Tiburons, but still. Harley didn't vomit in the Rex, but he vomited in the Tiburon. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> it had that funny, real bad smell in it. You know that car. Yeah, that new car. It wasn't a new car smell. It was. Um, detail that what they how they used to detail the cars back in the old back in those days. They had that real odor in it like like you would when you get a car rental it had that real bad odor in it yeah anyway they just just... just tire shined the whole interior didn't they they just tire shined everything yeah yeah that's the the septone tire shine inside (laughs) and out (laughs) good stuff so no look um no seriously probably the the honda i would actually take today any day i think and they're probably worth more. The Tiburons are worth a bit of money. They're all about 11, 11K. I'm looking at them for a second-hand one with 186,000 Ks on it. So yeah, they're, they're 11K. Yeah. You spent 11K. That's what they want for them. Mm. So V6s, 17,800 for a 2006 what? model. That's wow. asking stupid money for them. I thought they'd be like four and a half. <laughs> Not Wow. You want a you want a V six buy a cheap five hundred dollar VT Commodore. There Commodore, that's all you <laughs> I don't need anymore. VTs don't need there. There's none of them around. Yeah, mm. They're still around. All missing uh, fuel flaps, but but they're still around. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't see them very often. Um. All right, me new. I would have probably said the Integra, but I would have got it in that nice blue that they came in. Mm, uh, uh, now I would take the Celica because I think it's kind of retro cool, and I and I always kind of I always had that was my first car in Need for Speed Underground. Uh, <laughs> um, it was no, what? Well, sorry, the Focus was what was the first car, or the I can't remember what it was. But then I always had the uh, the, the the Toyota that was my next choice, and now I was like, yeah, it was such a cool looking car. I liked the hood scoop, even though it did nothing, and and I thought it was mm-hmm. a really I thought it was a very cool car of its period. Um, so I was like, yeah, that's, that's the car. So I would probably go for the Celica now. And plus the, the engine and it's a masterpiece though. Like the two ZZ's really underrated engine. So I would, excuse me. I would happily take one. The Hyundai, um, even Richard Burn. Hammond likes the Hyundai. So that, there you go. That, that's, that's, that's saying something, but <laughs> put it this way. They've come a long way and now they are, now the I 20s ends and I 30 ends and stuff are, are crackers, but, 
Uh, that was Genesis, guys. That was the Genesis of the end. Let's be honest. That, that, that was a proper track car. Not really, but I was just trying to give it some, some credibility. Um, <laughs> so that is the third one for me. What about you guys? What were your, what would you rather, did you guys put in together? Well, yeah, I, I got a good one. Uh, let's go, Scotty. It's early 2000s. I love that yeah. era. It's a good era. Wow, we're stuck in the uh, early 2000s. You're pretty rich. You're loaded. Uh-huh. You like fast cars. Uh-huh. Um, and you've got a choice of three from different countries. Your first choice is a Ferrari 360. Your second choice is a Porsche GT3. And your third choice is a uh, Honda NSX Type R. Which one would you go for? Ooh. All Australian delivered vehicles. They are. Not they just are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Except the NSX, we you couldn't get as a Type R or NSX R. You couldn't get that here, but you could get the NSX. Well, um, I think we should just go with an NSX, like you could get it here. Uh, so NSX, yep. um, uh, three sixty. It was it was a, the modern, wasn't it? That that was the uh, yeah yeah. The, that was the three sixty, and then the the nine. That'd be a nine nine six GT. Uh, you'd be a 996 GT3, correct? RS. Yeah, it should be 996. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah. Very, very good cars. I actually really like all three of those choices. That 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 is a that is not an easy one. Um, hmm. Ferraris out. I dislike Italian cars. You're racist. To me, the 360 is just too ugly. I, I do. Feel like it was the ugliest Ferrari. Yeah, I do like a Porsche 911. But the 996 is not my favorite of the 911s. Because yeah. of the headlights, isn't it? Yeah, NSX is cool. But it is a GT3 996. Like, that's a pretty good 996. That's a pretty good 996. Um, I think I'd have to go to Porsche. Then and now? Yeah, I think I'd do Porsche, Porsche. Mm. I like the NSX, don't get me wrong. But when you've got a GT3 next to it, well, that's, that's where I'd probably go. I like a flat six. They sound um, great. I'm I'm the same as Ed, you know. It's kind of hard tossing up between the NSX and the Porsche, but you know the NSX is a great car, you know, phenomenal in in its time. But if for for me personally, like the best automotive car maker in performance cars in design, performance, and everything, it's just a Porsche always has my heart. And yeah, a 996 GT3 as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. then and now 100. percent Oh, we should do lunch, Patrick. We're on the same page tonight. Oh, <laughs> you can pick a time and place and I'll be there. <laughs> There's nothing like the sound of that flat six firing up. It's just you. It's so oh. iconic. I love it. Even even the the, um, the new um, 992 GT3 with its like, NA flat six sounds fucking... Mm. Oh, my days. Beautiful car. Beautiful car. Rob. The Porsche the GT3. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You can come to lunch too, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do worry a little bit about maintenance on the Porsches. That they yeah. they do they do need a lot of maintenance. The, the Honda probably the Ferrari. Yeah, well, forget about Ferrari maintenance wise. <laughs> <laughs> but the NSX would probably be the most reliable and the most uh, uh, sought car. I think sort or sorted out car. Mm. Yeah. Now the guy across the road from me had he's had many many cars. He's had Porsches. He's had He's had Ferraris, he's had Maseratis, he's had GTRs, he's had all sorts of stuff. So I remember him coming home with a 360 Spider in that, it came in a baby blue color. 
uh, I remember seeing the car. I remember seeing the car, and I was like, "Wow, that's that's a that's a Ferrari." Um, and then, uh, but basically hearing it, and it and it always needed maintenance, and 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 the it had a had a really raspy exhaust because it had a, it had cracked the headers, and I'm just like the 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 cost to maintain that would have just been an, an, an absolute you know nightmare. Cool car, but I, I, that was like always that was kind of like the first wool Ferrari that I got to really kind of look in and, and, and have a look in and sit and, and you know touch around and play with. So I was, I've always got a fun soft spot for the for the 360. However, the other two, I mean, they're, they're really three cars from kind of let's say different times because, and they're three completely different cars too because the NSX was let's be honest an 80s design that that went to to the early 2000s. And, it, and if we're comparing with the NSX R, um, but even though this, this one just for Australian deliveries. Um, you know, it was virtually the best version of it it could be. However, a GT3 uh, is a pretty impressive track weapon, um, and they always have been. So, probably brand new, I would have said the Porsche, but to own now, I'll have the NSX. Hmm. Now I'll have the NSX. How practical. Yep. I think it's probably the most livable car to, to live with. And, Good choice. Of yeah, I think I slide. I think I slide with you on that one, Maddie. Yeah. Brand new Porsche now NSX. Yeah, I think so. I, and I, I think the NSX still, out of all those cars, has aged the best. I think it's. I think it looks the. Um, I mean, everyone's like, "Oh, Porsches haven't aged because like they all look the same." I'm like, "Yeah, that that is that you got a point." But I think it ti- I think the NSX is quite timeless, and I, I really like the the rear end and how the integrated spoiler, and and I like the. I, I like the front end with the pop-ups. So even on the later ones with the, the non-pop-ups, like I, I still think they're a good-looking car. Um, and I would happily have one in my drive any day of the week. So that can be uh, that can be my... I want to give you one. All right, Edward, your turn. I don't mean sexually. I just mean... <laughs> I just mean, uh, you know... That's but, only for after hours. After hours. Yeah. Car, t- car took after dark. I just wanted to clarify yeah. that. <laughs> It, it is 8 o'clock now, so it is car talk after that. Oh, okay. so <laughs> yeah. okay. It's all right. It can be now, Ed. It's fine now. <laughs> it's 1990, Ooh. and you're, uh, you've been getting around in a late 70s Cortina wagon that's finally very worn out. You think, I need a family car. Tarago. You're faced, you're, faced, <laughs> <laughs> you're faced with the choice of the Subaru Liberty wagon manual 2.2 four-cylinder boxer, like the one I've got currently. Mm-hmm. Or the Mazda 626 manual 2.2 non-boxer four-cylinder wagon, or the Mitsubishi Magna TP manual two. What size motor was they? 2.6. 2.6. That's right. The Astron two. God, Big I went block. blank there. I went blank there for a minute. Yeah, in a manual Magna wagon. Which one do you choose? Uh, that's for then and now. Uh, I would have robbed the Magna straight away. They were pissing smoke from the moment they left the factory. <laughs> so that is off the cards. The Subi is a really good car, but I think that 626 just was a really solidly built car. Really nice furnish, um, furnishings in it. It was just everything was nice about it. The velour was nice. The interior was nice. Subi's got velour. I know, but but the suit, the, but the the Mazda was a bit that bit more nicer in in terms of fit and finish, and it was a bit more nicer. Wonderful yes. English. Yes, yes, yes. Nice. I'm not, an, I'm not an English teacher, Edward. Here, okay. Uh, yeah, it's true. So um, you're a Mazda boy. I think I would have went the Mazda. Oh, gee. What is? I mean, it is the bigger car, though. No, no, sorry, the Subaru would be bigger. The Subaru is quite, quite. I think the, Ma- the Magna is the biggest of them all in terms of the wagon. 
Yeah, but the magnet would have left me stranded about 20 times. So, uh, oh, um, so I think uh, I mean, a big part of me is to say Subaru because I'm a bit of a Subi fanboy. But okay, brand Come new. Come on, make a choice. Make a choice. Uh, brand new, brand new. I would have bought the Mazda. I would have the Subaru now. I have the Subaru now because I think those wagons are super retro cool and you could get them as a turbo wagon and that just makes everything better. So um, you could get a 626 turbo, but not in the wagon. Not in the wagon. Yeah. Scott. Uh, Subaru new and Subaru now. A very nice choice. Thank you, Scott. (laughs) I like the first gen. They look fantastic. There's something, I don't know what it is. There's just something about it. I like it. Why don't you buy mine? I've already got a Subaru. It's okay. I think mm. just one will do for now. Uh, <laughs> what about uh, Alsatian hoodie? What do you think? Hoodie? That's you, Pat. Alsatian oh, hoodie. I don't know about Mazda's then and Mazda now. Oh, Mazda, you are a bit of a Mazda guy. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm getting rid of mine, but, you know, I'll always be a Mazda. <laughs> yeah, heart. you're a Mazda boy at heart. Mm. And what about Robert? Well, back in the days when I was looking at the cars, a Mazda was an old man's car. Yes, I agree. Good, but old man. It think? was. What? What did they it change? It was very conservative, and that way, yeah. very conservative. Yeah. So Subi, all, all day, every day. Yeah, I'm the same. Subi then, Subi now. Yeah. I think that you're right, Matthew. Like the the Mazda was a very good car, okay. very well finished, and all those things. But it was just a bit, bit old manny, bit frumpy. Whereas the Subi had you. Yeah, frameless windows. You open the door, it feels like a sports car. It's got the boxer motor, so it's got a touch of, you know, love dub Porsche about it. Um, yeah, they just had a bit of character to them, the way they drove. Very talky motor. Mm. So, yeah, I'm Subi now. Subi then, Subi now. Yeah, Great I, way to put it, Ed. Great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, I really like, like, after driving yours, I, I kind of fell in love. I got quite smitten with it. I was like, you did drive it. Yeah, you drove it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I thought this was, this was actually a really fun car to drive. Mm-hmm. Like, Mazda's I mean, just boring, sort of nice enough, but very boring. The Subi's got that, you know, it's a good bit of character. Well, I remember driving uh, one of the early, those 66, in a non-turbo one in a manual. The thing mm. hammered. Like, it went, it, it went well. They, it, went, they, it, it went harder than the Subi, that's for sure. I, I, I'm, I, I, it, it bloody hammered this thing. Um, I think they would have been a similar power, so somewhere around 100 kilowatts or 98 kilowatts or something. Yeah, around there. But I, I found that like the Mazda just, just, just the thing, the thing ripped. Um, so I was, but it's interesting you say about that, Rob, about the old man's car, um, because actually now that looking back at it, our neighbor bought a brand new Mazda 323 SP, and she was like a hundred year old woman, and 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 she bought that. <laughs> But her previous car to that was it was a was a Mazda as well. Uh, my my nana and stuff would be like, oh, the Mazdas were always always nicely finished, and they'll always they will always be the ones that they talked about. So it's interesting that Mazda had that image in Australia, but I think Mazda everywhere else had a bit of a different image. They're kind of a bit a bit more sporty because the RX seven. Um, but with things we had RX seven here, so I, I just that's what I'm just trying to picture. I'm like, where was the turning point that the people were like, okay, actually these are kind of good cars. Um, so I'm kind of just trying to trying to think when that when that moment was, but yeah, that, I would would agree with you. This is probably definitely the Subi Neil. Yep. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with another category: Grand Tourists, early two thousands. Oh, I, I love that era. It's a good era, right? <laughs> a, G, a Bentley GT Continental. Ooh, okay. mm. 
and they're all they all got their reliability issues. So Aston Martin DB7 mm-hmm. or a, a nice CL like 55 Mercedes, sort of like a, a yeah, CL class, CL55. Okay, straight off the Ooh. bat, the DB7 is, I'm going to, I'm going to use Ed and, uh, and David's terms here, is a XJS in a party dress, which is technically what it was. Um, mm-hmm. the, uh, was it, the Bentley Continental is a footballer's car, as they say in the States and the UK. It's, 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 it's just, uh, they just never did anything for me, those, 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 those Continental DDs. I was just like, ah, well, you know. It's pretty exotic. You know, they're a good-looking car. Oh, I didn't find it that good looking. I found it a bit frumpy and like they looked like a fat, overweight car. I was, I was like, this this car doesn't was the the proportions didn't work for me. Um, mm. And the CL I always thought was 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 badass. I thought I thought if you if you knew you know if you were like the executive of a car of a company, you bought a you bought a CL like that, that's something that you went to 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 storm the autobahn with. So, um, all three horribly unreliable. But if I had to pick one then and pick one now, I would probably go the Merc then because that was probably the most technologically advanced out of all of them. And I would take the, I'd probably take the Aston now. I'd have, hmm. I'd have an Aston. Yeah. Bit of, bit of Bond. Bit of Bond. Hold out your hand. Bit of Daniel Craig. <laughs> no, that was more his, his Brosnan era. But anyway. That's... What would I go? I think the Aston's out. Even though I like Aston's, I think it's out. Uh, then we've got a Bentley and a Benz. I'm a sucker for a Benz, so now that would be the Benz. Back then, because you know the Benz would keep rolling now better than the Bentley will. Uh, back then, I probably could have been tempted by the Bentley because it's just such an exotic piece of kit. You know, the it, it it says it says something. I think a little more. I have arrived bling bling than the Benz did. The Benz was a little bit understated, but um, so you wanted to say you arrive and, 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 and this is, this is, this is your big moment. And you, and you would choose a Bentley continental over like a, over the, over the Aston Martin. Yeah. I'd choose the Bentley back then. And I'd choose the Benz now. Okay. Scotty. No. Oh, look, <clears throat> it would have to be the Aston Martin. Oh, um, bit of variety on this one. I love Aston Martins, the look of them. I mean, I would have preferred if it was the DB9. Yes. Um, I think they came out maybe 05. A bit later. Yeah. Maybe, I think, the DB9s. I was trying to keep the early thing. (laughs) I still, you know, reliability's out the window, so don't need to worry about that. But, yeah, I'd, I'd still go with the DB7. It's just Aston Martin is, I don't know, something about it. And it's not not the whole James Bond thing, but just the way made them look, (laughs) way they've made them look. Uh, The designer did a fantastic job. They're very sleek, weren't they? Mm. I think they just a bit more special. Something about the thirds when it came to design of the DB nines and that. Yeah, Mm. so um, it's very appealing from all angles. Yeah, I I I remember watching something about that. I've got to find what that video was again. But yeah, I. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Or you reckon, Pat? Patrick? Me? Um, not a fan of Bentley, if I'm being honest. But I don't know, even the new, new ones, but I've never really been a fan of Bentleys. Aston's are pretty cool, but I, I don't know. The Merc just looks gangster like this. The CL55 just, I don't know. It, 
if, if, if I see someone driving that, you know, I automatically, you know, fear for my life. So, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably go, um, yeah, Merc then and Merc now. It's just regardless of, you know, reliability-wise, yeah, I think it looks, it looks cool. As my dad would say, Patrick, Mercedes number Mercedes one. Mercedes number one. Mercedes <laughs> number one. Mercedes number one. Yep, yep. What about Robert? What are you going? Oh, yeah. sort of on the fence, but um, probably a Bentley, you and Merck now. Same, same. Let's do yeah. lunch. <laughs> <laughs> what if you change the Bentley to an Arnage T instead? Mm. See, that that to me looks like a Bentley. That that to me is a proper yeah. Bentley. I'm not against that. That would lean me towards a Bentley then. That would be awesome in cruise. Mm. Just, yeah. Like, I was going to the same price bracket and within a year or so of each other. So, but anyway. So, but anyway, any other ones, guys, before we move on to the car quiz? Let's do the quiz. All right. Let's get into the quiz, gentlemen. Very tired. You know, I've got to, I've got to have some sort of pep for the quiz. Oh, booby. Booby. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, let me get my quiz up and ready to go. And no, Get it up, Matt. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> okay, so tonight's uh, tonight's players, we've got Edward, we've got Patrick, we've got Scotty, and we've got Debbie, I mean, uh, Rob. These are the I'd car like quiz. Rename Patrick to Alsatian Woody. Alsatian Woody, yeah. So if, you, if you're buzzing in, Pat, you have to say Alsatian Woody. Alsatian Woody. <laughs> <laughs> A long one. Ten questions. Plus some bonus questions. Let's get into it. Um, now, this one might be one for Patrick, the first question. He might know the answer to this. Mm. Question one. The last generation of Toyota Celica, which for some reason my computer changed to Felicia as an autocorrect, um, <laughs> had, <laughs> had the now legendary 2ZZGE, uh, which had the heads from Yamaha. What, at what RPM did it get its most power? Station Uri. <laughs> I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you, Patrick. Because uh, I thought I was first. No, he started it. You put Ed in the middle of it, and he still kept going after you. Oh, said. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um. The uh. So when the secondary cam profile kicked in, it was at six thousand two hundred RPM. But when was the max power? Is my question. Max power. He can't. He's already answered the question once. That's oh, it. limiting. Sorry. Uh, seven grand. Uh, no, no, not seven. Eight. Eight, 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 eight. Eight incorrect. Edward. What? Um, I wanted to say 7,600. Incorrect. Rob, dead. Rob. I mean, 4,000. 4,000 incorrect. Scotty. 8,200. I'll give it to closest, Ed. I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you, Scotty. 8,250 RPM is where it got its wow. power. <laughs> So I'll I'll give it to you, Scotty. That's uh yeah. That's, that's a screamer. It's a screamer that engine. It rips. Question two: the Nissan, the Nissan, Nissan, the Nissan, the Nissan or the Nissan Qashqai <laughs> got its name from what? Qashqai. A real shit place. I can't. I've heard this answer, but I can't remember. Mm. This was the car that saved Nissan, essentially. Believe it or not, this was this was a this was a, a complete. I wish they hadn't. <laughs> Deb. Uh, Deb. <laughs> Wasn't it something Turkish or a camel or something like that? Oh, incorrect. I can't give that to you. 
<laughs> something like that. Some... I've got one of them new Turkish camels. It's a camels. No, you're correct. Who's next? I wouldn't even be able to have a guess. I'm not sure. Put the most random thing that'll come to your head. Mm, it's named after a food. Incorrect. Alsatian. It's named after an animal. Incorrect. Alsatian hoodie, it's up to you. No, Alsatian Udi. Udi. Sorry, Udi. It's Udi. not a hoodie, it's a Udi. I reckon I was still the closest. Mm. <laughs> you are actually at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's named after a city. Uh, incorrect. The uh, It was named after the Kashkai people who live in the mountainous central and southwestern Iran. Um, that's where it gets the name from. So I, I don't Iran? know. Why did they name after them? Why did they name what? a shitty Nissan SUV after them? Ask, uh, what's his name? Gone, who's, who's on the run. I'd be embarrassed. If I was them, I'd sue Nissan. I'd be embarrassed to be associated with it. I reckon you wouldn't even be able to cash up in those mountains anyway. You wouldn't. Look, just... The Tarago tribe, you got respect. <laughs> I want to argue, argue the point. They're Turkic-speaking people of a Zagaris mountain situated east of Bakatara, a member of the Kashkai people. <laughs> they are not. That's what it says on my Google. <laughs> what, Rob, what was your answer? Oh, it said a Turkish animal, right? Camel. Well, they they should have been a camel, but they could be animals, so I don't know. <laughs> you well, got the I'll, Turkish bit right. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you guys decide. Should he get the point for that? Because like, I'm, I'm... No, because no, he said Turkish animal. <laughs> Bonus question. Half a point. Come on. Half a point. Right, half, half. All a right, point. all right, Rob. Half, half a point. Half a point. <laughs> Bonus question. What does what was the? I'll rephrase the question. The plus two meant what in the Kashkai? Ed. Ed. Uh, the seven seater had seven to seater is correct, Edward. Well done. Question three. What car am I? Made from 1983 to 1991 in its first two generations, which it's best known for. This two-door, two-seater, front-drive, subcompact car was a big hit when it was released. Known for its cheap thrills, good fuel economy, and uh, noble handling, this car shared its drivetrain with the car it's based off, but offered unique styling and interior furnishings. The design was inspired by the Alfa Romeo GT Junior's Agato, which the designer owned before pinning the first generation of this car. This car received various engines offer, uh, offering different power, size, and economy. In the US, it offered a HF version, which stood for high fuel economy, achieving 3.4 litres per 100. A patient, Udi. Uh, Ed got in there first. HF, H. Oh, I was thinking Lancia, HP. I think I'm wrong. Hewlett Packard uh, is in the car, uh, Edward. No, uh, Lancia. I was going to say Lancia something, but no, I don't think I'm right. No, incorrect. Uh, Woody. Uh, I'm saying guessing myself now. Mm, as you should. <laughs> Woody. Skip, 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 skip. skip. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep going. The second generation had four-wheel double wishbone suspension and was completely redesigned. This car came in three generations later. However, the first two are what it's the most known for. What car am I? So 83, two-seater. Yeah, two-seater. Front uh, sub, drive. Front drive, subcompact. Subcompact. The first two generations went from 83 to 91, where it's had its name as that, and then it changed its name. Changed slightly. its name. 
it still had the first bit in it, but then it had. I'm picturing it as being a bit sporty, but from the way you've described it, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's just a little buzz box. I, I cannot answer anymore into this mm, question. Just saying, just thinking out loud. Oh, well, I'm out. Woody's out. It's Robin, Robin Scott. Well, Woody didn't answer, so Woody's still got a chance. Oh, okay. So two-door, two-seater, front-drive, subcompact car, cheap thrills, good fuel economy, great handling, quite fun to drive, based off a car in its range that the same chassis, however, had unique styling and interior furnishings, uh, had really good fuel economy or had more powerful option engines. What am I? I think I might know now. Oh, no, but that was later, not 83. I was going to say Suzuki Swift, but it's... That was that was not that early. incorrect. No, don't know. You guys will give up. I want to say CRX quickly. Patrick, you were correct. It is the oh, Honda CRX. Oh wow! Well done. We didn't. Yes. We never got them. That, that was my first answer as well. But I don't know why I was. Thinking <laughs> that, uh, we, we didn't get the first generation of the CRX. We got the second no. generation of the CRX. Del Sol. The Del, the, the Del Sol is the third generation, which okay. which is the reason why I said after that. We, they, the first one was called a um, what is it? The B, the Belayed, uh, yeah, Honda Belayed, yeah, yeah. But um, bonus question: What does the word CRX supposedly mean? Oh, I've heard that. Um, 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 um city something something. Incorrect. Creepy. It's called Creepy X. I mean, creepy sorry. X. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to give you that point, but no, it's no. That's incorrect. Udi. Udi. <laughs> just say that makes me laugh. Udi. Uh, what is your answer? It's Civic Something Experimental. I know that for a fact. I will give you 0.5, Patrick. Patrick. You, you're, you're almost there for that. I'll give Was you it a race experimental? Incorrect. A rally experimental. Incorrect. Patrick, I'll give you 10 seconds. If you can get the, the middle word, I'll give you the I'll give you the point. Civic Oh god, it's on the tip of my tongue. I saw it somewhere a while ago. Um Civic. So what did you say? Civic racing experimental? No, uh that's what that's what uh Rob said, but it's uh, after after can you out it's the civic it doesn't sound stupid, but civic renaissance. Absolutely, yeah, that's correct. That's exactly <gasps> right. Station, Let's, Let's go. go home to bacon. Let's go. Let's go. Civic Renaissance Experimental. Experimental. That's what Experimental. it stands for. That's what it supposedly stands for. That's I'm what checking I, that up. That's exactly. I'm Patrick. I think the Udi is is giving you extra powers tonight. I think this is. Uh, uh, mate, is there is there like a cheating formation on there? Yeah, he's, he's looked it up just there. Yeah, I knew it was right. So I saw it, I, saw, I, saw, I kid you not. I saw it somewhere. Um, I was going through Instagram or whatever. I've gone like through a Honda page or whatever. I was looking back on the old CRX, and he, he said on um, in bold, like in like in highlighted the uh, the meaning of it. And I'm like, oh, who would have thought? Oh, they were standing. I don't know why he remembered to me, and that wasn't too long ago. And it's just on the tip of my tongue, and I didn't want to say Renaissance. I thought that sounds stupid. <laughs> it does. But I thought. <laughs> But I thought, fuck it, let's just give it a crack. It's well uh, I, I actually didn't know what it, what it meant until, until I did did the, uh, until I was doing it. So I, I learned something new and I was like, Civic Renaissance Experiment. I'm like, who the hell names a car after that? Like, that makes no sense. But anyway, question four. So I'll do, a, I'll do a score check. It's really tight at the moment. Anyone's game. Ed won, Scott won, Rob 0.5, Patrick leading on two. Patrick, well done. Question four. The Mazda uh, 3... Uh, uh. Alsatian Udi leading on two. Alsatian Udi. Woo, woo. Yeah, there we go. 
I'd like you to bark next time you bark. No, I'm not barking. <laughs> Come on, Udi. Question right, four. Go. The Mazda 3, <laughs> the Mazda 3 MPS ran, uh, ran over which versions of the Mazda 3? I'll say to Udi. He's in, he's in there. He's in there. <laughs> <laughs> So Mazda 3 MPS uh, went over the BK and the BL. That is absolutely correct. Very good. Patrick. Bonus question. What size was its engine? Ed. Ed got in there just. Yes, he did. Uh, the Mazda 3 MPS had a... Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. I think it was a... Don't say it. Don't say it. Was it a 2.3? It was a 2.3. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick's <he's> so pissed. <laughs> you can't get them all, dog boy. Question five. The original Land Rover Discovery began in which decade? Ed. Ed. Uh, that was released here in 93, but overseas slightly earlier. It was definitely the 90s. Incorrect. They didn't bring them out in the late 80s, Matthew. I'm not saying anything. I'm telling you. It was the 90s. It was the 90s. The 80s. 80s is absolutely correct. That's well done. Shit, that's not correct. It's, it's, it's <laughs> correct. But bonus question for what year? Ed. Ed. Well, if, you, if you're throwing shit around, 1989. 89 is correct. Well done. <laughs> that's fluff. Question six. Ford has recently announced they are currently having no plans to for a next generation of the what? Ed. Ed. Focus. Focus is correct. Well done. Score check. Ed four. Patrick three. Scotty two. Rob point five. Question seven. In the movie Too Fast, Too Furious, what pizza shop engine does the cop choose in the uh, beginning of the movie? I'll say it all. Scott. Gallo 24. Gallo 24 is, is correct. <laughs> Bonus question. What is the other option Brian O'Connor gives? Uh, Scott. 12. It's not Gallo fair. 12. My name is so long. Man. <laughs> 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 uh, doing very well, Hoodie. Um, <laughs> score check. Ed and, Ed and Scotty are on four apiece. Patrick on three. Bullshit. Rob on here. Rob on on point five. I tell you what, Patrick. You can you can say you can say just you can say Patrick because I because I can't I kind of want you to win this one now. Question eight. The W two o four. Embarrassing to know those Gallo answers. Oh, it is Gallo twelve. Never. Gallo twenty four. Never. Gallo twenty four. Man, it's a Gallo twenty four. Uh, See, pizza places shouldn't make motors. Um, <laughs> question eight. The W204 C63 was available to purchase as what body styles? Ed. Ed. In a four-door sedan. Correct. And a four-door wagon. Uh, 0.5. Oh. There was one more. Uh, oh. uh, Patrick? Patrick. Didn't they make it one in a convertible as well? Incorrect. Got. Got. I'll be damned. Is it a two-door? Did a two-door come out? Two-door, absolutely. Yeah, yeah two-door yeah. as well. I forgot about that. Point five to you, Scotty. Point five to you, Edward. Question nine. BMW this week showed off at the Goodwood Festival Speed. The what? Scott. Scott. BMW said, yeah. BMW. Is it the, the um, M4 CSL? Not the car I was looking for, no. Well, they did show it off and it drove around. I saw it. <laughs> they did. They did. Actually, they did, they did do that. I'll, I'll, I'll give you 
I'll give you a point for that. But they also he's showed got a big grill. You can't just give him points willy nilly. Well, I mean, it's, he's not wrong. That's that's the issue. But it's, it's not the answer always, you're looking for. It's not the Patrick? answer I'm, I'm looking for. Uh, Patrick, was it the um, old Apina? Incorrect. Saw a lot of cars, but uh, that's the only BMW I can remember. I don't know. I didn't see anything about it. Uh, Rob, I know you know you like the. Was it the two thousand? No, nah, incorrect. It was the the M3 wagon, the new M3 wagon. Oh, yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Looks good, too. Actually, does look good. I, I quite like it. Mm. Uh, bonus question. How many versions of the M3 wagon have been made? One. This is the first one. Yeah, that's all. I'll give you that. This is the first one. Well done, Patrick. Score check. So heading into the, uh, the last question. Uh, Patrick is on four. Rob on point five. Ed on 4.5 and tonight's currently winning. Don't think you can lose. Scotty on and 5.5. So uh, last question. Question 10. Sake Motor Corporation stands for what? I don't know. I don't know that one. South Asia. (laughs) Not bad. Not bad. Uh, What do you do with Africa, isn't it? South Africa or something. No, it's a, it's you, you both, your three of you are wrong. It's up to the guy who actually owns a, a, I think you own an LDV, which is, which is technically under the Sake Motor Corp. So, so you should, you should be a patriotic man to, to, uh, to this place and know when, know what it means. I know what LDV stands for, but not Sake. Lebanese domestic vehicle, according to you. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Leyland Def, Leyland Def vehicles. That is you know that, that is absolutely correct. That is absolutely correct. Um, what is it? Is it Leyland Def? Def vehicles. That is absolutely, LDV. Yeah, that's absolutely but, correct. But hang on, they don't. Do they own Leyland and Def? They used to. Mm-hmm. The name, the brand, yeah. the brand name. Really? Yeah. yeah. I never knew that. That's the reason he bought one because he's got a he's got a Leyland P seventy six in there in the. Uh, oh, okay. No Defs though. No Defs. <laughs> Mm, no deaths. I'll tell you what, I'll give you an honorary 0.5 because that was going to be a question I was going to actually put in, but I thought everyone would say Lebanese domestic vehicle, so, that, that, so I wasn't going to, going to give the answer. Hey, <laughs> 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 0.5. Yeah. You guys will give up? Oh, he's going to give it a crack. Yeah, no clue. Rob, no clue. No it clue. stands for Shanghai Automotive Industry Corporation. Uh, That's oh. what it stands for. That makes sense. Um, all right, guys. Score check. Rob on 1.5. Patrick comes in third on four. Edward on 4.5 in second place. And tonight's winner, Scotty on 5.5. Well done. Hey. Well done, Scott. <laughs> I just want to say I got ripped off, you know. And I thought, <laughs> No, you didn't. Making me halfway. You did very well. Maddie threw those master questions at you. I did. Mm -hmm. I did. I I was like, here we go, Patrick. Here's for you. Here's for you. (laughs) Got one of them, but not the other one. (laughs) Costing the game. It cost him the game. Uh, um, There was some some tough questions in there, as as there there usually is. But I wanted to say, like, I'm not a fan of the the BMW front end, but I actually think it kind of looks good in that wagon. I think it actually kind of fits in with that. With the aesthetic on the on the new and the new M3 wagon, so I don't um, mind it. It's interesting that they've only really done this. This is their first. This is their first M3 wagon, considering there's been but, like a. But C- it's not the first M3 wagon, is it? No, it is. Yeah. But that's no, the first one that BMW have made. But other people have made M3 wagons. Yeah, true. Correct. Yeah. That is true. That is actually true. Yeah. Um, I've it's, got few- a, it's like an official M3 wagon. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's like someone getting a Ford Falcon wagon and I'm putting turbo running gear in it, yeah. an XR6 turbo wagon, yeah. which I must, my, my please add, we should have got, 
Correct. I agree. There was a there's a company in 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 French Gully called French Gully Auto Salvage, and they do conversions. And they they were one of the first first people to do do that. It was in a it was in a um it was in like a Ford magazine. But they they made it. They put an F F six typhoon that was that was written off. No a tornado. That was the U that was written off. They put in the the running gear and diff and everything in that because because the diffs are um you know solid solid axle in those. And they called it the F six tsunami. Because they had the typhoon, tornado, and the wagon was a tsunami. So they made they made a wagon yeah. called the tsunami, which, which I thought was pretty damn cool. I was like, yeah, I respect that. I like that. Mm. So um, it's, it's still getting around. They, they called it the, the, the tsunami. So definitely uh, people, when they put their minds to things, can do some So things. when did Ford stop making the wagon? Was it the BA? No, it's BF, which is BF? So, so BF Series 3, which went into about, I think, 2010 or 2011. I think. So that's when they went to the territory. Uh, no, no, they went to territory in 2004, but they didn't continue to do the a Falcon wagon. They just kept it as a territory. So right, okay, yeah, because because the territory was outselling it, and yeah, because the only people that were buying the the, the wagons were Telstra, with Telstra vans. Mm. <laughs> made them boring. What was mm. that? Sorry, they just made them boring. They did, yeah. I mean, they they did some really cool. They did like an XR6 um, wagon years ago, which was which was awesome, and they're they're like super duper rare these days, like really rare. And they actually they actually cost a lot more money than the sedan counterpart because you know it's a wagon it's cool, mm. but yeah I like a cool wagon a fast wagon is a great thing I saw uh, coming to work the other day it was a um, W two hundred four I think I mentioned this to you guys uh, I think to you and David um, mm. uh, uh, two hundred four wa- two hundred four wagon C sixty three AMG and I was like oh it's so cool like yeah, I'd have one in a wagon in a heartbeat I reckon as a wagon they're just sick like you know and it's everything should be should be a wagon everything should be faster as a wagon so wagon life well hashtag wagon life correct always like the 300 c wagons i reckon they look great actually they were they were they looked all right they, they were cool i yeah. i am I'm, I'm in greens with you there i'm a big fan of those they, they were a cool car but anyway gents i think that's a podcast thanks matthew thanks. Thank, thank you roof roof woody scott <laughs> and rob Thank you, Edward. Cheers, Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Scotty. Thank you, uh, Mr. Robert. And I will see you guys next week. Now, like and share our Facebook pages, Car Talk TORQ with Manny J. If you missed any of previous episodes, they're all up on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasting out. So don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review there. Check out our merch on our Teespring store. Go to teespring.com and type in Car Talk Store. Buy some merch to support the show there. Or you can support the show by becoming a patron through our Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash car talk podcast and support the show there all the money that we get goes back into the show edward your plug oh yes if you want to hear about people's stories in the cars of their lives in a uh interview style uh casual and fun environment uh you can check out auto retro podcast on spotify youtube or wherever you like to download your listening material uh scotty snitches anything to snitch on nah you merc's still going it is surprising. I've got to start speaking on other things. I think, Scotty, I'm actually trying to break it. Horizon. Like, I'm actually trying to break it because, like, I'm like, like I want to give you some some, some things to work with, and it just, yeah, it's, I'll just have to broaden my horizons. I think it's that snitching on other things. Well, the oil light came on the other day, and I was like, oh, should I keep driving it? And I was like, no, nah, I better, feel, I better put some oil in it. <laughs> put some oil in it. <laughs> and, and I was, I was like, maybe this give give, give uh, Scotty some some more some more fodder to, to use against me, but. Mm. You know, well, my um, Subaru um, fuel gauge, it was on half a tank and I'm on the freeway and I look down and it's dropped all the way down to under a quarter of a tank. And I'm like, what the hell? Ugh. Gave it a tap. 
I thought maybe it'll fling back up, but it just slowly made its way back up to half a tank again. <laughs> so that, that fuel gauge has been a bit dicky, and the old temp gauge was a bit dicky a while back. So this is a, yeah. a bit of a gauge. <clears throat> uh, supposedly Gen 3 has it fairly common with the soldering of the connectors. In oh, there, okay, so. that could be that. Yep. So nothing bad. It's just, yeah, supposedly that's been a bit of an issue with the Gen 3s mm. as and they Rob's, age. As they age, yeah. And Rob's fabrications, uh, firefighting, electrical, everything. Uh, anything to uh, to plug there? No, nah, just keep on fighting, I don't know. Or firefighting. <laughs> keep on fighting. <laughs> and Patrick, do you want to put a plug for Udi's? Because you, you seem to really like them. No, he's plugging 10% his... off. Use my code PAT10 and you get 10% off on your next <laughs> Udi purchase. As well, if anyone's interested in buying a 2010 hatchback, 6 speed manual, BL Series 1, Master 3, SB25, low kilometres, full service history, <laughs> will include Rowworthy and Rego for a reasonable price of 11500 negotiable. Please contact me. Grand sale, grand sale. Sloth hoodie. I want to know how long do the hoodies come down? Like if you start, how, how long are they? Down to your, your sort of between your, your knee and your waist. Okay, so it's sort of about thigh length, yeah. 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 Are they actually good? Like I thought they were just a, like a like a like a best thing. Skin. Best thing. And nice and nice and warm. Oh yeah. So you wear that? Uh, you wear that out or just around the home? Both? I've seen people wearing them out. Both. I wear them out. I don't care. Why <laughs> <laughs> right on now? I'm my wife. Actually, this is actually my wife, so I don't wear this sort of stuff. So but no, I've got to put it on now. With that over your head, Rob, you look like a little sort of washerwoman from Yugoslavia or something. <laughs> babushka. A little babushka, yeah. Like <laughs> to do this over my head. He looks like the Sith, man. He looks like he's got the hood, the hood over his head. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Well, I'll leave you guys to it. While Scotty and I try find our, try find some some oodies for ourselves. Uh, I'll, I'll, yeah. use, I'll use your I'll use your pat uh, one ten at um at, on, on 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 checkout, and I'll get my I'll get my discount. Thank you, gentlemen. Honor as always, and I'll see you next next time. Oh, Have a good one. See you all.